It's time to ignite your life, empowering from the inside out. Stop comparing yourself to others. Imagine creating your lifeliness the way you choose. This is Now Women Ignite. You're about to meet some amazing entrepreneurs who will share their journey and the ups and downs that led them to where they are today. Listen with an open mind and heart. Now, here is your host, Karen Wright. Welcome to the show, Now Women Ignite. Today, we're going to be talking to Jen Sulafu, who is a life coach and full of knowledge and understanding. I have a question for you guys. What do you want in your life? Stop for a moment and really think about it. Most people have no idea, or, or at least they think they have no idea. Getting clear on what you truly want is the single most important step to realizing your dreams. And today, Jen, who is a life coach, is going to walk us through some of those um, ins and outs of simplifying, getting direct, and finding what your dreams are. So, Jen, how are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? I am so, I can't believe it's May 31st. Like, what the heck? May is like, spring is gone and June's right, right underneath, right next door, knocking on the door. Yep. Life's zipping by right now. We're in the year of the rabbit and the rabbit is fast. <laughs> yep. So let's add that to the listeners. Okay. You're the rabbit. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> and especially if that's your Chinese calendar year, you better watch out. It's going to be moving even quicker for you. Yep. And listeners, it's such a pleasure always to have you with us and for taking the time to be being here now present with us. Before we start each segment, um, I invite us just for a moment just to ground and close your eyes. And during this time, just taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And one more deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now bring your hands up around your shoulder like you're giving yourself a big hug. In fact, freaking give yourself a big hug. It's Wednesday, hug day. Here we go. And as you're in this position, say this affirmation three times to yourself. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And then tapping three times on your chest, repeating the word accept, 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 accept. Listeners, I hope that you joined us, Jen and I, as we took this small moment in time just to be, just to connect, to be present, feeling our breath as we move forward into this segment of Now Women Ignite. Now, as we move forward, Listeners, always, 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 I invite you to put your ego behind you 
I'm always swooping behind me, letting it go and leaning in with your heart, allowing your heart to move forward and listening with your heart. A lot of things that will be said today um, might be something a little bit different and opening up your mind, opening up your space and allowing new ideas to flow in. It's so important. This is what this is all about. And um, through the whole segment, I am a firm believer on my affirmations and what they entail and how we move forward. And we are what we think. And there's so many scientific studies that have been going on and continue to go on about how powerful the mind is, but how we can train our mind to be even more connected with our soul and our spirit together. And so Jen, um, as my guest, I always put my guests on the spot because um, I love my affirmations and listeners, get out your notepad, get out your pen and paper to write down this affirmation for the week. Um, I never I never pick the affirmation. I always just shuffle that whatever pops out is the affirmation we use. And so I have my um, now affirmations that I have designed for mm-hmm. shine now or never. And so today's affirmation is I am perfect. I am enough. I am perfect. I am enough. So, Jim, when I read that to you, what was the first thing that popped into your mind? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We all are, right? We all are. I love that. That's so, so perfect. Um, But the thing that also comes to my mind immediately after is that Um, That's the human journey is to really come to that space to, to remember that it's not to, to achieve that, to get to that space, to go on a journey, to improve yourself so that you are perfect. You were born perfect. You were born enough and you will die. Well, you will leave the planet. I don't believe in death, but you'll leave the planet. um, Perfect and enough. So it's just, it's, it's such an important and profound, that's, that is perfect. That affirmation is perfect. I love it. I love it too. And it goes with our theme today, live the life you were meant to live, meaning we are perfect and we are enough and we are capable of so many things. And I think sometimes um, we forget the things we are capable of, and sometimes we're trying to achieve other things that they're not meant for us in a sense. Mm-hmm. that we need to learn to accept what we are capable of doing and always challenging ourselves always, but remembering not to compare, not to wish you were like someone else or compare yourself like to someone else. Cause we are enough and we're exactly where we need to be at this time in this life on our journey. And I am such an advocate about that and we're exactly where we need to be. And sometimes we might be in the little depths of the valley we don't want to be in, but that's at that moment where you need to be to learn and grow to, you know, rise up to the next mountaintop. And um, to me, it's all perfect. <laughs> it's so good. Absolutely. Yes. So Jen, tell the tell our listeners a little bit about who you are. Let's connect with them. I've got your bio, but I always just love my listeners or to listen to you, to my guests, being able to introduce yourselves 
and shine. This is your moment to continue to shine today. So do you want the human version or the real version of who I am? So the truth is I'm a, just like you, a divine spirit having a human experience, but we all are. So my human side of who I am is I am a wife to an amazing man, like um, a beautiful man. I am a, a mother of four beautiful children. I have, I, I am in the personal growth world. I am a life coach. I have lots of one-on-one clients. Um, I am a guide. I'm a guide for people to go on a journey, um, to remember their truth, to remember that they are enough. That's essentially who I am. And I came here to forget who I was for a while go on a journey and then remember and then help other people remember their true essence. So, yeah. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to deep dive right now. Um, My question is, do you believe you have found your purpose? Your soul has come forth to lead and guide to where you should be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It took me 40 years, you know, which is some people know they come into the planet knowing and um, most people forget the vast majority of people forget. Some people wake up to their purpose at 20, 30, 40. My son was, uh, he was having a moment saying, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I was like, at the time he was 21. I was like, honey, you're 21. I didn't know until I was 40 years old. So yeah, I do, I do, I'm very solid on my purpose. And that is to remind people the truth of who they are, to really drop all those labels that we pick up from from our human experience and Mm -hmm. to remember who they really are, which is a powerful being. I I love that. I um there's a lot of labels. Like to me, there's so many good labels that we have, right? And I talk a lot about labels and working with clients and telling them like, what labels don't you want to have anymore that have been placed on you that really don't serve you, right? For your highest good, your highest purpose type thing. And I think in life, we we look to other people and sometimes those people are toxic. Like before the show, I was talking to you a little bit about that, like, there's toxic people in our lives and I believe they're there for, for a season, for a purpose to teach us as individuals, something that we need to learn. But being able to realize as quick as we can, what we need to learn and then allow them to go. And as we move forward with that, and there's labels that um, a lot of labels that when you start working on your journey, you start going through going, I don't, want this label anymore like it's not serving me how can an individual my listeners um how can you suggest for them what is like a tool that they could do to maybe figure out what labels are weighing them down and what will aspire for them yeah there's so many ways Uh, The first, the first way though, and the most simple way is to step back as the observer and witness what's happening in your life 
Because like you said, Karen, we're all creators and what we are projecting out, we are creating at all times. So anyone listening right, right here, right now, whatever you have been thinking about this morning, getting ready or today or yesterday before you went to bed, whatever you were thinking about visualizing, saying, feeling, and ultimately believing was going out into a pathway before you every second, every minute of every day, and you're creating your life. And so we have to, in order to, to decide what labels we want and what we don't want, we gotta, we've got to start connecting the dots and, and slowing down and stepping back and becoming the observer and seeing what's happening in our life, what's showing up. Because whatever's showing up in physical form does not lie. Many times I'll talk to people in my one-on-one coaching and they'll say, well, I don't think that about myself or I, you know, um, maybe um, a story they have about their self. So not only a label, but just a story of um, I am not respected. Maybe they have that story deep within them and they don't realize that, but consciously they go, well, of course I'm like, I deserve respect. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yet their partner is an ultimate mirror for them and showing them such disrespect. So that's how we can find out whatever's showing up doesn't lie. And that's the first and most simple way really to find out what you're holding within you and what labels you may or may not have that you want. I love that. Um, and they, it does not lie. That's for sure. Um, we, what we put out comes back, just like you said. So whatever our, our thought processes um, without us really thinking about it because our mind plays over and over words, words like 60,000, you know, it's like, and um, being able to train the mind, the mind is a muscle in the front. So being able to like train that to calm down a little bit, I've implemented a lot of meditation in my life to really learn to quiet my mind and to be able to sit back because as kids, we grow up, we're taught, we're in an environment, what our, our, what our parents teach us, our school system, religion, whatever it is around us that we've been brought up. And all of a sudden, we get to a point in our life where we're like, huh, I don't know if this is really me. And how can I move forward with this and not hold on to that guilt, not hold on to those beliefs that have caged us or put us in a box? And so with that, Jen, what would you suggest to the listeners? Like, how can they, guilt is a huge thing Mm -hmm. that as humans, we hang on to. Have you found, have you found a little tool or something to help you or help your clients with letting go of that guilt? Yeah. You, you first have to decide who you're going to live for. Who, who do you choose? To live for do you get are you going to choose to live for your parents your partner your siblings their expectations uh i had so many expectations that i had put on myself and we we many times just put them on ourselves more than any anyone does right mm-hmm. um but when you were saying that for some for people to um to separate themselves from, from what they had always, you know, been taught or gone, gone along with in their life. 
um, there is guilt and there is fear and there is shame and there you're, you're stepping away from the tribe. And that is scary for people. I'm the youngest of nine kids. And at 24 years old, I stepped away from the belief system I had been born and raised in. And that was so scary for me because talk about a label. One of the labels that was put on me that sounds like a great label was I was the peacemaker in my family. Mm. My sister that was just, just right above me, two years older than me. She was, she was a, a wild one. She was, um, she was, you know, uh, we call her Tasmanian devil. She comes in, she lights up a room, but she was wild. And I remember um, thinking, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to rock the boat. I'm not going to, you know, uh, create any waves. And so I started to really, as a small child, start to tune in to what people expected of me to keep the peace. And I became that whoever was in my presence, I became that. And I became really good at tuning into people and their emotions and their needs, right? Which sounds so fabulous. That sounds so great to be the peacemaker. <laughs> and I loved that. But then it came to a time where I was 24 years old and I was going through my own crisis in my own life and really looking at my life. I was uh, um, going through a divorce and it was super painful. I had just given birth to my my second child and it was a time where I was really getting real with my life. And I had to decide, Jen, are you going to continue to live for other people and their expectations? Or are you going to choose you and really go within and start to, to be brave and you got to be brave. And so when you're brave, that's something to be proud of yourself for. It's not guilt and it's not shame. And so just, understanding that clarity and and you have to make that decision first and foremost but then once you do that um really going to i believe that at the base of everything is your story and the affirmations i love how you start every segment with an affirmation because uh your life is made up of whatever is going on in here loop de loop round and around over and over again and it sounds so simple to just change your life or change your story, change your life, but you can't go any further until you do that. It's like trying to build a house without a foundation. Mm -hmm. So the answer to that question is you first have to make the decision that you're going to live for you. And then second, you start to rewire this. Yeah. I love that. And it's, it's little by little. Like I've been on my journey, like seriously for a decade plus, and it's constant mm -hmm. evolving and growing and remembering. Um, what, Jen, what got you into the coaching career? Yeah, <laughs> I never, I never, I didn't even know what a life coach was. Um, I never was like, Hey, I'm going to be a coach when I grow up. Right. The right. idea of me doing the work that I'm doing was so far out of what I even planned in my, I mean, I planned, I believe I planned it before I was ever conceived, honestly, but planned consciously. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I was 
I went, I went, I studied to go into the news and that's, that's the, the path I was on. Then I realized as a single mom, I'd never see my children if I was a reporter and that, that scared me. And so I, um, I had an internship at ABC four. I decided to change course literally the first day. I, my internal guidance system was like, this is not the the route you want to follow see what you need to see and then peace out. Right. (laughs) And so then I went into the pharmaceutical world. So, um, it's funny because that was all my training. Now I realize that was my training to prepare me to be a coach and to help guide people. And, uh, and really Karen, I just went on my own journey and my life changed so much. Every single area of my life changed when I did go on that journey to rewire my thoughts, my story, because we sabotage ourselves so much. And our life is a direct reflection of what we feel worthy of. So that's why it, uh, the affirmation is so perfection because at the base of anyone's problems is I am not enough. Right. Right. Um, I am not enough. I said three words. <laughs> I, I put three. We got I it. Not, those four <laughs> words. Right. So, um, and the truth is you are enough. You are enough to have whatever amount of money you want. You are enough to be healthy. You are enough to, uh, tell yourself you're, you're a great parent and look at the things you're doing right. Like if you really think about the things that we have going on in our mind over and over, most parents never say I'm a great mom or a great dad. How often do you hear that? They are thinking in their mind over and over again, the things they're doing wrong. Yeah. And mother's day is a guilt trip for a lot of moms. Yeah. I remember years ago, a sister-in-law was saying how she hated Mother's Day and it blew my mind. I was like, what? Mother's Day. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. and then she started listing all the things she wasn't doing right. And my heart sunk for her. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that's, that's not right. Because look at all the things you are doing right. Yeah. And I love that you said that because listeners, that's something to really pay attention to. What are the things you are doing right? Um, Yeah. And I think some, I think it's really important too. Um, that cracks me up that you're going the news. Like I didn't know that about you. You might have told me that, Jen, but I totally spaced it, which is totally opposite. We're on chaos, chaotic stuff here in the outside world to inner peace. It's like night and day. <laughs> yes, and that's why when I get people in front of me that are in chaos, I go, mm-hmm. "It's okay. It's totally okay. I get it. I have been there." The, the gnarlier your journey is, the the better gifts you have, honestly, truly. And the more it tells me that you are meant to help guide other people. That is a pure, that's an indicator that someone is, is a guide, is a coach, is a healer, is um, a teacher. The more they've been through in their life, because they had to build that bridge of compassion, of understanding, of knowing, you know, how to help that person. And so that's essentially what happened with me is I went on a journey and I wrecked my life big time, right? 
big time. Like if you would have seen me in my twenties, I was such a mess. And I was very interesting to people because there was always, it was like a a live Jerry Springer show going on at all times. And I Uh remember this girl, I was a, I was a waitress. I was a server at a restaurant, um, going to college. I had two small, small, small children, single mom. And I remember this girl said this comment to me that stopped me in my tracks. And she she goes, she was another server. She'd come in she'd gravitate me to, to me. She loved talking to me. Yeah. And she was like, man, Jen, I love talking to you. You're so interesting. And she, she goes, you always have the most interesting stories. Sounds like a compliment, right? Uh-huh. For whatever reason, that story or that comment stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, Jen, she's not complimenting you. You are such a train wreck that you're interesting to her because she doesn't have, her life is more mellow. She's married has kids, right? It's more mellow. Mm -hmm. And so you're interesting to her because you're a train wreck. It's not a compliment, babe. And so anyways, I went on a journey. I started to, I'm really, uh, my twenties were chaos. The more chaos I could, could, uh, create. And then my thirties, that's when I got married. I was 30 years old. I got remarried to the love of my life. That was mm-hmm. when my person walked in. Now I had damaged control. It's like after that storm, you, you clean up. That was my thirties for an entire decade. I was healing. I was growing. I was reading. I was searching. I was studying with mentors and I was remembering my truth. And then right when I turned 40, I started my, my, uh, my coaching business, because I had, I had gathered so much information that I had already shared organically with people. And it was helping them in such a huge way that I knew, I knew I had to go let go of my bougie career, (laughs) jump into no man's land. And so I did. I love that. I think that's really important. And it listeners, we all have our journeys. We all have done things. I mean, that's how we learn and grow. And I love the fact earlier you said, you know, we were, we kind of have our story. Like we planned our story before we came here. And so we're just living it out. And I, I believe that my truth is that also. Um, and it's remembering that, okay, this is part of what I need to learn in my story, right? This is my story. Um, listeners, as we go into break here, I want you to write down that affirmation. I am perfect. I am enough. And really think about that. And For the next minute while we're in break, write down labels right now. Labels that you love about yourself and labels that no longer serve you. That's your homework during this little break before we come back. And um, we'll be right back in just a moment. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. 
Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Now Women Ignite. To be a guest on the podcast or connect with a host, send an email to Karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to today's podcast. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back to Now Women Ignite. We have spent the last the half of, first part of the show with our wonderful life coach, Jen, who is talking to us and teaching us kind of about her journey, um, her transformation her wildness in the 20s, how she, when she hit 30, found the love of her life, and for a decade started working on her and growing and moving forward to where when she hit 40, coming into her her journey as a life coach and her experiences. And before we went into break, Jen made a comment about how um, people who are kicked chaotic like trauma things are like drama is always happening in their lives like they're bringing it on to them once you understand what you're really doing to yourself and being able to shift that movement you can step into what you get to create or or choose in your life and everything the chaotic stuff that happened to you you can learn that as a as a growth, as stepping stones to improve or to grow, to become, you know, that powerful person to help other people because you've experienced so much in your life. And I appreciate you saying that because I think sometimes in life, people who have so much stuff happening to them are drowning going, why me? Because it's like, why is this happening to me? And if they just like step back for a moment and go, okay, it is happening. I'm sure I'm causing it because I'm adding more fuel to the fire because my energy I'm putting towards it instead of letting it just douse. I'm a Pisces. I douse everything off. I'm the water sign. I'm dousing stuff as I go, you know, smoothing it out and just like getting into the flow. It's just kind of like ebbing. Feeling back and forth. I'm an ever. I ebb a lot. <laughs> and then when I get the momentum and I'm coming in with creative ideas or something, I come in and it's just like powerful coming into that beach and just like crashing and like, yes, hello world. Look at this. This is happening. So I appreciate you, Jen, saying that. And I think sometimes as humans, I, I talk humans and souls because to me, they're different. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When a human, 
humans are here, then the body, but the soul is here. And sometimes our soul is looking at us like, are you serious? Just let us, let my soul step forward. Just let me just come forward. My I am and lead and direct you. And you are in that process and you are doing that, which I kudos to you and love that about you. There's, um, during break, we were talking about where we want to go for this next half of the segment. And there's a lot to do with relationships and shifting and challenges in a partnership and marriage, you know, whatever it is. And, um, I would love to expand on that. And you said, you know, men are from Venus, women from Mars or vice versa. What is it? I haven't read the book. (laughs) Yeah. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, right? We were saying saying it doesn't have to be like just relationships in general. Right. Are they, from my observation, which by the way, I, I have no shame in saying I'm 47. So I've been coaching now for seven years. Okay. Uh Um, I think it's so silly when women are like, oh my gosh, I can't say my age. Hello. Own it. Right. What's the big deal? You chose to come to the planet 47 years ago or however, 57, 87, who cares? 57, 57 years. Yeah. Which, which I told Karen, I was like, you've got to come on my podcast and tell us your secrets on how you look so glorious and glamorous. And that's no joke. You're going to do that for me. Um, I will do that. Thank you. You can't be that gatekeeper keeping all your secrets, how you look so, so amazing anyways. Um, but, but regardless of whether you're in, um, uh, a heterosexual relationship or a same sex, it, what, whatever, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting two people that don't even understand themselves. Like how are you supposed to be in a thriving marriage or a thriving re- partnership? If you, people don't even know their selves, they don't even know why they do things. They don't even know their own patterns, their own traumas, um, why they're triggered. And if one person doesn't even understand themselves, imagine having two people that don't understand themselves, Mm -hmm. right? Trying to understand each other. It's, it's, it's complicated, but, but I believe that relationships are our biggest source of pain. Yet, if you can get in the groove and you can, they are our biggest source of joy, of, of fulfillment, of connecting with another human being. And this doesn't have to mean an intimate partnership. Maybe you're single and you want to be single for the rest of your life. Maybe you aren't interested in an intimate partnership, but you want relationships with friends, with your children, with, you know, your siblings, with other people. Relationships are very, very important. Yeah. I love the fact. um, I tell my kids as they're growing up, I'm like, here's the thing. As you get older and you're looking for your partner, here's the thing. No one is completing you. You better be complete. You better love yourself 100% and know that you are as powerful and you're going to continue to be powerful. And if someone can add to your happiness, add to you and not try to change you, not try to manipulate, not try to control and vice versa. Like you better love your partner that person, that girlfriend, whatever your, you know, relationship you have, let that person as an individual accept their flaws. You know, they're theirs. They're not yours. You don't have to try to change them. That's on them, not you. 
it's like, then life's going to be okay. You're still going to have your challenges. But I think that is the healthy, we're in a society where we haven't had a lot of um, healthy relationships or role models because our parents didn't know, our grandparents didn't know. You know, one always caved in to make sure the relationship, in my opinion, one caved in to make sure the relationship would work. One always gave in, keep peace, to keep peace in the family or in a relationship or in a, you know, sister relationship or whatever that relationship is. And I don't think that is right because that person that is giving in is not living their truth is not evolving and growing, becoming the best version of them. And even the person controlling isn't learning and growing either because there's no give and take. And so if if you're in a relationship, like all of us can get like fall back into those patterns, I believe that we have to step back. But if we're in a relationship where it's not the give and take, if it's more one-sided, more dominant type thing, how can a listener, how can the listeners right now, if they're in a relationship with that, whether it's with your mom, your parent, your sister, whatever, step back and realize what are some tools for them Mm -hmm. to help them get through that? Yeah. How can they put the pants on, right? It's called wearing the pants. Who wears the pants in the relationship? I'm always like, pull up your big girl <laughs> panties. <laughs> yeah. I that's that's so true. You notice, like when you look at, in fact, my husband and I always say that, well, she wears the pants or he wears the pants. Like we can tell in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was in the car business for a long time and they they they're trained to know. Who do I need to talk to? Who's making the decision here? Is it the wife? Is the husband on on this deal here? Right. Mm -hmm. And so he has like this sixth sense and he can like make a quick um, check in on who is the one in charge in the relationship. And that is so true. Like think about for all the listeners, think about the couples, you know, you can literally go, oh, yep, her. Oh, him, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get what's called a power couple. And that power couple are two strong people that come together and are a team. And they both have a voice. And that is beautiful. And that is what a thriving relationship looks like. Now, uh, I, I have been in a relationship that was my that was such a struggle for me when I got married to my husband, because he was very different than I've been married twice. Now I've had two husbands and my, my second husband was very different than my first. Um, and there were, there were times where I felt like, Oh my gosh, like, how am I going to have a voice here? Cause he's very strong mm-hmm. and he is very serious about protecting our family and, he, he always has his, his own idea of things that we should or should not be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I had to figure it out. I had to figure out how I could have a voice, just like the question you asked. And what I realized is again, it was directly correlated to what 
my story was about me. If I'm not feeling confident, if I am telling myself I'm not worthy, which most people have that story going on in their life or in their mind, not even realizing it, I'm not worthy or I can't do it. Or I, um, you know, we, we're a little girl or a little boy, a wounded child walking around trying to pretend like we got it all together. And until you go on that journey, you got to do the work. Yeah. But when what's on the other side of that is a game changer. So I started working with that. I started working with manifesting my power to create. And we all have this invisible projector on our forehead and it's projecting out and whatever these people are showing up in our lives. They're players in your movie. Imagine that you're, you're living your life movie. You're the director of your movie and you have main characters. You have supporting characters. You have extras in your movie and you have more power than you even realize to influence how someone is showing up in your, in your play. I have a completely different husband than I did before. And he's the same guy. Now, how did that happen? what happened is I started to project out a new story about myself and he started to respect me more. I became more attractive to him. I got stronger and had more of a voice. I became more confident and I empowered myself. I went on a journey of Mm self-awareness and what was on the other end of that was empowerment. And he started to treat me differently and talk to me differently. I'm not saying he was, He was mean before, but my character was weak. I had a lot of stories that weren't honoring me. And so it almost sabotaged our marriage. I mean, we had, he got to a point where he was like, I can't, I can't deal with your, yourself, like your lack of self-worth. I mean, he didn't say those specific words, but right. It was a, it was a make or break time where it was like, Jen, you got it. You got to go within and you got to start to really own you, own your truth and know who you are, or you're going to, you're going to lose him. So you've got to start to tell it is directly correlated to your own story. That is how, if you're, if you're feeling like you don't have a voice in your marriage or your relationship. It's because you're, you're telling yourself that you're weak, that you're not strong, that your partner, you know, is a, is a bully or whatever your story is that they're bulldozing your, you, um, and you've got to go to that, that seed. Mm -hmm. That's the root cause of all of it. I love that. I think that's really important. And, um, there's even times now, cause I feel like I'm very empowered. Like I have done the journey, you know, the work and I'm very empowered and, um, you know, I'm free and I will never be caged again. I mean, that is my thing is like, someone's going to love me for who I am. And if not, it's okay. I'm going to keep soaring, right? It's okay. Um, but there's times every now and then I call it my me hole. I go down my me hole and I start doing the little self-sabotaging. Am I worthy? What's going on? How come I'm feeling like this? And that happens. But the clue to all this, the secret to all this is that I'm aware. I allow it to happen. I sit in that moment, that emotion, 
that woe is me, whatever you want to call it, and I allow it to play through. And then I move on. But I honor that time because we're not always 100%. And in life, we are on that roller coaster. And there are times where things happen where it's just, they get, things get to us. But it's being able to sit with it and then move on and not let it linger as long as it used to in the past. Because to me, it's important to allow those emotions to come through. Pinpoint what triggered it, what caused it, what do I, here's the onion. Oh, I'm opening up again. I need to dig a little bit deeper and work on something new. And that's the beauty of it. And life, we're going to continue to go deeper, work more on things that happen. Yeah, and it's I think, a journey, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that is okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's about progression, not perfection. And that's the, that's the thing is if anyone tells you they got it all figured out, they're perfect and they don't ever do anything wrong anymore. They're lying. It's not true. Nobody is, nobody's reached that perfection, right? Right. It is a journey. And we do have those, we have that comfort zone that we live in and we break through it. We're constantly breaking through it. If you're doing the work, Right. If you're not, you're just existing in that comfort zone and you could exist there until you leave the planet. That's up to mm-hmm. you. That's totally fine if that's your choice, but it's a whole lot more fun and exciting and fulfilling when you start to bust through that glass ceiling and you allow yourself to feel comfortable with more honoring things that you're creating in your life. Uh, and And then every once in a while, you'll kind of knock yourself back down just to remind yourself that you don't like that. And you're like, I don't like this anymore. I'm going to go down into my, as you would say, me hole. I love that. Um, And go, you know what? I remember that this isn't really where I want to be anymore. I like it more up here. Right. And so you, you start to uh, go on that, that journey to pull yourself out, go higher, 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 but With relationships, um, you know, there are, I always tell people, you know, 30 days with their coaching, like if they will really show up for themselves for 30 days Mm -hmm. to do the work, I I usually coach with people longer than 30 days, but I'm saying like, if they'll show up for and commit for 30 days to start looking at their patterns, like really, really show up for themselves their life can look drastically different. And it is so fun and exciting to me to see how much people's lives change, see how much their, uh, their patterns and what that emotion that they're, they're hanging out around, how much that shifts. So for example, um, someone that I recently started working with, man, he was down in guilt and shame, right? And he was really, really struggling and he was scared of the thoughts he was having. And that's what reached him or that's what, um, you know, that was what pushed him to reach out and for some help. He never in a million years thought he'd ever want to start coaching. Right. Right. He, he was in a space of pain and suffering where he couldn't take it anymore. And he was like, I want my life to change. 
And so we went on a journey and he started to do the work. And within 30 days, I was literally looking across the screen at a different man, a very, very different man. What he was projecting out was very different than 30 days prior. And so in our relationships, there are things that you can do if you want. In fact, anyone that's in a relationship, this is such a simple to do like task that you can start doing right now, an exercise. You can get your phone and you can go to the notes section and you can label it whatever you want. You can either put your partner's name at the top or you can say my love or my partner or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you start to create a master list of the things that you love, like, admire, are proud of that partner for. And you just, it's an ongoing list that you add, you add to it, you add to it. And it will drastically change your relationship. Because if you are in a space of, of misery in your relationship, you are on what I call the mountain of criticism. And you've been on it. You've been on it a long time. And that mountain of criticism is where you have been focusing on the things you don't like about your partner mm-hmm. long enough to where you've been trying to climb this rugged mountain and you will get to a point where you cannot hang on anymore. You will fall off. And that is where the the relationship will end. If you stay on that mountain of criticism, there's also the platform of gratitude and the platform of gratitude is a healthy platform. It's a space. It's a foundation where a thriving relationship is made from. And we all, we're human. We all get on the mountain of criticism sometimes. That's totally understandable, right? Me and my husband do, right? There's times he criticizes me or I criticize him. But the majority of our relationship now, not before, but now we are on that mountain of, of, or that platform of gratitude where we are in a state of appreciation of, of, you know, being happy that, that we are married and, and focusing on those things that we do love about our partner. And it is such a simple thing, but it is a very, very important and real thing that if you are the majority of the time in gratitude and appreciation, your relationship will be thriving. If the majority of time you're in criticism, you're, you're in a dangerous spot and it's misery. I'm glad you brought that up because I am all about the gratitude and waking up every morning. It's, it's pretty funny. I have a huge, you know, the big yellow smiley face back in the seventies, big yellow with the eyes. Okay. I got a huge one on my ceiling. Oh, I love that. That's I wake up in the morning. I'm like, they're huge. (laughs) It's like big old smiley face. And I've got words next to her, whatever, but it reminds me the gratitude because I look around like, we are very blessed in so many ways and being able to understand that and saying, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad I get to pay my bills today because I have money to pay my bills. Yeah. You know, gratitude for those things where a lot of people are like, you know, it's just like that gratitude of chores. Like I'm so glad I get to clean my house. I have a house to clean. Right. Yeah. And taking and just switching that attitude um, about the gratitude and then reaching out and understanding. I love the fact that you, the list about partners or friends or family members that you and 
and make that list mm-hmm. of what you like about that person, what you love about that person, what you admire about it. I think that's very important because we get caught up. A lot of times we get caught up. I mean, I look at my you know relationship 28 years. I got into a pattern where I only saw not the positive stuff, right? And I dwelled on the negative stuff and that was not healthy at all. And so I, listeners, think about that. What is your attitude towards your partners, towards your sisters, towards your family, towards your girlfriends? But like whatever it is, really look for the good in others because then it's going to make you feel good too. All right. The Honoponos, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. Like I do that a lot in my mind when I'm thinking maybe not nice thoughts. And I start playing that over and over in my mind and realize, you know what? Yeah. Mm. We're all here on this life. None of us are walking on water, right? And I love that, that none of us are perfect. Our souls are perfect, right? But in our human body, um, we're not. Mm-hmm. But there will come a time that we will know we are exactly where we need to be at this time in this life. So, Jen, we have just a couple minutes um, before we need to end. Word, some word of advice you would give to my listeners on this whole subject of, you know, creating your life and what's your life story and things like that. What would you recommend or share with our listeners today before we close? Yeah, I would say start now, like don't wait. You know, there's so we have we have a tendency to go well, I'll do that one day or I'll, you know, read a book one day or I'll start coaching one day or, you know, I'll figure out my stuff one day. Do it now. What's, why, why wait? Because Mm -hmm. if you even knew what was waiting for you on the other side of really remembering your truth and remembering that you are a powerful creator, and it sounds so simple. It is like, it sounds so simple that people tend to discount it. It's like, oh yeah, change your story. It isn't, you know, it takes work and eventually it gets easier. It's kind of like a rainbow, right? The mm-hmm. first part is you're, you're, you're trying to get up on that, that first arch. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you finally get up that to that space, then the it, it's easy. You get in the flow and you get in the movement, but start, start now, start today in whatever way that that is, you're listening to this message for a reason and you don't know how much time you have in your life, but why wait for joy, for peace? You really, it is waiting for you if you, if you're not where you want to be in your life. And if you're like, I don't know what manifesting is or how to create, find out right now, make a step. I love that. And really quick, Jen, will you share your site where people could reach out to you to do some coaching? Is that the time? Yes. People can find me at jensuliafu.com. Do you, will you put it in the show notes? Yes, it will be in the show notes for sure. And then I also have, um, that's for one-on-one coaching. I also have a group program that is awaken with Jen with one N.com that we meet every single week. Um, you don't have to be on camera, so don't be afraid of that, but, um, you can start your journey in a group setting and, um, it's a, it's a very great way for people to plug into a tribe. Yeah. That's awesome. Listeners remember affirmation for this week. I am perfect. I am enough. 
The breath is the gift of life. Choose now and live. Remember, this world is not for sissies. We're here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next time, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now, Women Ignite can be heard monthly on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We look forward to you joining us again.